Hey everyone, Jack here. A uh, quick note on today's episode. There was a slight technical uh, snafu and you'll notice, uh, particularly in the beginning of the episode, uh, some choppiness and some uh, reverb that kind of gives the episode a, a little bit of an echo. So hope you can deal with it and uh, just pretend that we are in a large uh, cavernous hall while we record it. All right, thanks. And here's the show. Hello and welcome to the Occupied Podcast, a podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied. I'm Jack and I'm joined here by my dog Bronx, who is, <laughs> who is making a lot of noise and I apologize for the remainder of the episode if you hear him a bunch. Might have heard him last episode. Yes, yes, you might have heard him for that. Uh, anyway, I am joined here by the normal crew, in addition to the dog. Um, to my right is Giro. Hello, Giro. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm just peachy. I see you have a cup of coffee. It's uh, Veldi Kushli, I believe I the word know, is. and very Norwegian. Yes, there. So you look very cozy. Mm. Uh, and again, over here, also having a cup of coffee, Hello. is who? Hi, I'm Kevin. Hi, Kevin. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing well. Excited to talk about episode two? Sure. Well, I should probably pull up the notes for episode two instead of episode one. We are also joined by our favorite lawyer. <laughs> that doesn't say much. <laughs> John. Hey, John, how you doing, man? Doing well. Remember lawyer jokes? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. any good lawyer I, jokes? They were big in the, seven, in the 90s, weren't they? They were. They, they still, they're, they're still, still around. around. Yeah. Okay. Cuts yeah. to the core. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do lawyers tell lawyer jokes? Yes. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, it's like the aristocrats. Oh. Like, it's like comedians <laughs> telling the same joke to other, other comedians. There you go. All right, guys, so let's jump in. September, episode two. Um, Anita is uh, making a speech before a, a military conference. Um, <laughs> what, what was that, Kira? I'm just remarking that what a speech it is. It is, a, uh, yes, it is an intense speech. Yeah. But before the speech, there's a little interlude. Yeah, that's true. There's some important uh, chatting outside. Yeah, yes. so we, uh, we also, actually the very first thing we see is a shot of a tank being towed down a street. Yeah. Again, good world building. Mm -hmm. Again, good. I like world referencing. World yeah, world that's world building. That's good. Right there. Don't know where that tank's going. That's also, I think it's funny that like a tank has to be transported by another thing. You think a tank would be able to do its, could... its own thing. <laughs> well, it's kind you of don't, demeaning. Well, they're occupying the, the country. They're not messing up. They're not there to mess up the streets. Also, that's yeah, fair. actually, that's true. That that's true. Destroy... Well, I think, oh, yeah, actually, that's I think that's the reason that. why our own leader isn't going to get tanks in his, yeah, his little parade. Yeah, because they going to mess up the streets. Fair point. Point, Kevin. Not... Unreasonable. Not unreasonable. <laughs> Not unreasonable. Not unreasonable. Okay. Anyway, so you're in our country. We res we ask that you respect the streets. Yeah. Um. So she before she walks in, she meets with Coast Guard Admiral Rydar. Rydar. The Rangen. We're gonna call him Rydar. Um, so Rydar speaks to the. Rydar speaks to the. Rydar. Rydar. Like a uh, mash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, he speaks to Istad outside, um, asks if he's going to be bring, uh, can bring my boys home. But Istad is telling like, hey man, I know as little as you do yeah. in this situation. You got to, you know, chill, chill the fuck out. And um, they get a little testy with each other. And Radar, Radar, Radar whatever, <laughs> says that he's going to hold Istad responsible. Um, Once again, a conversation that probably would have been best had not, not in, in the public. middle of a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they've yet again chosen to kind of again, ignore that. Flat structure. Very open society. Very open society. Yeah, 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 there. Um, we get the credits, and then we see... Wait, one line, I think, yeah, is him. very, very poignant. 
was when the uh, when uh, Radar is like to to Anita. It's like, oh, we'll we'll discuss it. We have no secrets here anyway, don't we? Don't we? <laughs> like we, it's, it's, it was a, it was a little like on the nose. Like here's a big reveal because you do have a secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see after the credits, which again, still a big fan of the credits. Yeah, I like these. Good. They look yeah. a lot cleaner. To me, it's just, I, I was know. hoping that the, the submarine was actually gonna like there would be some payoff with that submarine, yeah. but like you said, it was like, actually, everything's the first episode. So I imagine it's kind of, yeah. that's a good shot though. Like I don't know because that's CG, right? That's it's gotta real, be CG. Yeah. It looks really it's nice. It was very well done. Because sometimes I feel maybe like they, maybe they there was gonna be a scene, but they're like, eh, it's no, too expensive. Too expensive. <laughs> Small budget. Yeah. Anyway, um, he uh, so we cut back uh, when the credits are done. We see Anita in the bathroom and she's stressed. Um, getting ready to make Presumably her speech. Presumably just hurled. Yeah. Um, then it starts with her going hard at, at Radar. Yes. And oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, telling him, like, saying he broke protocol. Um, I, Which I, is great because when he introduced her, I don't know if this was, like, intentional, but he introduced he started, her... Yeah, when Eastad introduced Anita, he yeah. introduced her as acting PM. I wrote that down yeah. too. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a Ooh, little jazz." Yeah, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> it's like, well, technically she is, but not for me. It's like, oh, so I bet that's why she was like, that was one more, just like, oh, yeah, say is... it to me again, say it to my face. Yeah. Oh, I do. So she is well. consolidating power. She is asserting a level of control and influence that like Andres yeah. did not want to do, and yeah. she's like. I, I'm wearing the pants now. I, yeah. Exactly, I'm not letting the military boss, run its own the other thing. Way around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, not unreasonable. Very good. But, but it was interesting because she definitely set up a very not flat structure. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, a, actually, that's the. I'm the leader. Right. All of you are subordinate to mm-hmm. uh, Istad, mm-hmm. who is subordinate to who me. Who is subordinate to me? Yeah. So there is now a not yeah. flat structure. And she calls him out. Appropriately, she, oh, yeah. she states that because you know she says six Coast Guard officer or uh, Coast Guard members acted without approval, a government has changed as a result. <laughs> yeah, and now they were in difficult Nor- uh, negotiations with the Russians, and Norwegian public was put into danger. So all because of your people. Yeah, yeah. because acting outside of, of the chain of command. Which yes. oh, again, so again, not a not reason. reason. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Um, um, once the scene that scene ends, we go over to Yuvik <clears throat> meeting with Sidorova. Um, so Yuvik wants to know, <laughs> wants to know why, uh, his request to interview Geraknes was denied. <laughs> this was the one where I, I, it took me a solid 30 seconds to realize they were speaking English. Because <laughs> I was so into the subject. Yep, yep. Um, she says, it's complicated, and Yuvik must pursue other options. Uh, you, yeah. but then Yuvik comes back at her and says, I want to let you know, like, my tenure as head of PST Hinges on the outcome of this investigation. Yeah. So yeah. make so she's like, okay, I gotta do my job, which apparently works because we go to Mermance where we see uh, like what other options is is she talking about? Like what? I have yeah, no well, idea. Yeah, yeah, like what? Like there we get. How long can you keep the fact that this like, dude is this dead? Is, yeah, yeah. It's like this yeah. is kind of my one job. <laughs> I kind of need to get this answer. Sure. Is this the first time the show has been in Russia, other than? When Thomas, 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 uh, Thomas at the border rode yeah. rode the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah rode when he took with that that Sami who took him on the jet ski. It was like whatever, I'll take definitely you. Definitely not a jet ski. Snowmobile, snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was <laughs> one of the dumber <laughs> things I've. That, that was pretty stupid of me. On what? a wave runner. On a wave runner. Yeah. A razor scooter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is now. 
Anywho, um, so uh, we see Buon then. Buon. Buon. Buon gets he uh, he gets approval to meet with Ignis. He um, he he has that meeting with that prickly Russian official and it has it being translated. Okay. And it's first it's the Russians like Ignis is not willing to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, well. Not a good time. That's, a way, like, that's yeah. a way to put it. Yeah. And I like him. He's like, what do we need to do? And he gives him the, the money. The he's like, this is But the Russian is very, very straightforward. Like, all right, well, here's, here's a dish. Here's a crumpled up envelope <laughs> as clearly stuffed. And, yep. and the, the Russian goes, this is not America. This is not America. <laughs> 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 They're like, <laughs> dig. <laughs> this is not American law. But um, they take him, and we see that Ignis is actually is, has passed away, and uh, Buon has uh, takes a photo of him and sends it back to Yuvik. Um, we get a cut over to Yuvik and Anita looking at the photo. Yuvik uh, explains that Ignis has been dead for at least a week. Um, Yuvik wants to know, uh, wants to keep this quiet, uh, saying that he fears that the government forces are more loyal to Yesper at this point, and this is going to set them off to really you know, um, defect essentially yeah. Yeah. to the, to the shadow government. But who and, do we know about? Do we can't tell the difference between the Nor mm. Norwegian forces and free Norway? No. Yeah. Or it's getting dicey. So it is, I think it was just posturing a little bit. Yeah. Um, he also mentions that the Intel chief might have valuable information for them to, to talk about. Um, but that's the other guy who talks, who says that's about the, mm -hmm, yes. Oh, right? he comes in. Yes. Because, because Anita wants to talk to the intelligence guys. But then the, you think says, right. let's mm. keep this quiet because mm -hmm, obviously, yeah. like there, there's a, so we know that there's a network beyond the people that we see because um, some of this information that we know is getting to us, but we don't know what character is giving to them. Like eventually uh, in one of the next scenes, we see Jesper becomes aware that Eknes is dead and we don't know right. who told him that, but presumably someone, someone within P if they kept someone's it, close. They, if they kept it in house at PST, that means there's PST forces that are mm. that are working. So Or someone or Russian forces who is dead. Yeah, but why would they pass that to yes? We know because someone in Norwegian tells them over the PlayStation game when they do the video game meets. Right. Um so we I, I'm still I am waiting to see as this network develops and how how they're going to move. If, if eventually there's going to be a large scale defection, or Ooh. I don't know yet, oh. guys. I don't know. Don't know. What we I do know is Hilda <clears throat> is a very idealistic woman. Yes, yes. she is. Yes, she is. She is at the Faculty of Law, uh -huh. and we, we, where apparently they just have like yes discussions, which is discussions yeah. seems pretty cool. Also, these are a bunch of these are these are like yeah. What are, who judges. are these? Yeah, are they they look like college kids at a at a, at a class. They look they like schlubs. Is it or is it? Or, it could be just a like a college lecture. That's what I'm she, thinking. Remember, kind of like lost her job. She as lost a, her job as a judge. As a judge. So she may just be like free riding, yeah, going to go back to school. Yeah, why not? But I mean, you're I mean, you're right. Clearly, she is there, and it seems like it's not meant to just be college kids. And yeah. They're not like taking notes or anything. They're no. just kind of having a freewheeling discussion. So I don't know who they're supposed to be. They're... Who are they? Well, so it's at the faculty of. It law. is at the faculty. So, Certainly, so it's so a university. Universal school. Well, we established, you know, that this is a. Fantastical land. So, <laughs> just there. in they, this hypothetical in this world, hypothetical Norway, in heavy air quotes, maybe <laughs> these are the, the fairies that are not allowed in the courthouses. Maybe. Ooh, yes. I don't know. So, John, as a lawyer, <laughs> what do you think of her initial uh, argument? Well, here, let, let me first just sum it up. So, Hilda oh, brings yeah. up the idea of access to justice. Access to justice. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank I'm you. Like, did we not translate that? Do we not have a Norwegian term? For I guess, access to justice. I guess not. 
tillgång till rättssäkerhet. See, I just made it up. There okay. it is. There he is. I will say access to justice is a term of art. Like, mm, okay. Is a, so it could be the concept as a like a as a yeah, yeah, as yeah. a legal concept yes. maybe mm. has sure. maybe is kind of imported from from English. Yes. Gotcha. So. Um, that's why we have you around, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Russians, uh, she, she talks about access for justice for Russians in Norway, arguing that people, uh, that Norwegians are reflectively on the side of other Norwegians simply because they're the same nationality and that this inevitably denies justice to Russians who are under the protection of Norwegian law right. because of tribal attachment to people who are from your own country, which... I get, but I get, yeah, it's, it's, it's this is a weird in situation. terms of legal precedent. It's a weird, yeah, I mean, access to justice, the, the term or the concept, mm -hmm. usually means, like, how do you get impoverished or un totally unempowered people access to mm -hmm. the court system, uh, mm -hmm. to the, the levers of justice so that they can, you know, protect themselves, defend themselves, vindicate some rights that they theoretically have that you can't actually use without without that access. And it's usually, you're talking about it in the context of, like, the poor immigrants, mm. uh, marginalized groups. It is interesting to hear like the Russian occupying force being the sure. the, the the access to justice group. Because she exp explicitly cites the Russian workers on the island saying that they didn't have access. She does saying that they did not have access because we don't actually we don't know exactly what happened. This is again we know a month later. Um, I mean, it is she's she's kind of like being the person who in class takes a discussion about a topic that everyone's kind of prepared to talk about and just goes totally shifts own. gears <laughs> to something, something totally different that uh, no one's even thinking yeah, about. Like, what? Well, we didn't even read the Like, yes, yes, <laughs> fine. Yes, okay, fine, technically. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll, we'll but go it, into... It does, it does speak to a deep respect for the rule of law, and there were some people around her, there were some people looking pretty skeptical, mm -hmm. but there were some people kind of, like, listening and nodding, and she got the one guy who called out, but, yeah, like... Yeah. I think this is going to be interesting in the in the whole... I, I always go back to this, the piece at any cost. I wonder how this yes, little, exactly. this little facet, because this is going to allow... This is going to give power, more power to Russians in Norway. Exactly. And I think, because the one... I, I have this in my notes later on, is the idea of her, the Norwegian kind of idealism or commitment to these ideas that have served Norway so well of, you know, being a, open and being in a commitment to justice versus realist or pragmatic operations yeah. and how the Russians are just using that to their advantage. And if and ultimately, like, one side, that's the pragmatist is going to yeah. help them out more. But, you know, is it better to be stick to your guns and be ethical in hope for a greater, you know, world or be pragmatic for a situation that's complicated, extremely complicated and has kind of gone beyond the bounds of a normal, you know, the, the normal legal scope. Um, but we'll get to that later. Um, Duong is in Murmansk. He's meeting with uh, the other Kosi Faisal? Faisal. And uh, poor Faisal. He's not optimistic about getting back. Nope, nope. But uh, he, tri and he, he tries to give him a book, which I just assumed had a knife in it in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some supplies, yes. necessary things. Yes. Maybe yeah. it was yeah. Some chocolate. Like a, a care package. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that the one when I was like, awesome bumps? Bumps, 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 yeah. The chocolate. Like maybe the, it's the in... <laughs> marshmallow bears covered in chocolate. Yes. That you're That's such a book. fan of. That's in the cutout. That's what I've, I assume. <laughs> Here, take some candy. Yes. Um, so Faisal doesn't think he's going to be able he's to leave because it is a crappy place he is being 
yes. station not or excuse me, station detained. Yeah. Um. So uh, we go back to Stockholm, where uh, Jesper is having a video game meeting uh, with a source who tells him that Agnes is dead. So mm. Jesper then makes the announcement to the press, and I think this gra- grants yeah. him a lot of legitimacy because he gets to break the news and come down. And he he gets to kind of dictate the narrative, saying, "Oh, this guy died a hero." Yeah, you know, and, and it directly contradicts what Anita was trying to do. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because I think they're both aware that this information being public will shift support over oh, yeah. to um, to Jesper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also see that Eknes's brother was watching that news, and that's how he becomes aware that his brother has died. Mm-hmm. There's actually a real crappy way to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But that sets him into making some thing, the video, yeah, video that's later that on, which we'll later on, which, which is, was set up in the earlier, ep- in the last yeah. episode, where we saw him do yeah. that blog entry. Um, is Flabby Norway. Flabby Norway. Flabby, that's right. And he, and he, is that what it translated? It was translated in English as Flabby Norway. Do you remember what he said? Uh, no. Never mind then. <laughs> Anita makes a second announcement addressing the same, uh, addressing his, his death, um, and then goes to meet with Sidorova. She Anita understandably wants to know why she wasn't informed of his death. Yeah. Um, Sidorova. She, yeah. And why does what's Sidorova's answer? Because I was protecting you. Yes, protecting you. Yeah. You from your own armed forces, which from the rebelling government. Yeah. yeah. It's like Is oh, that's that... not that's not real. That's not a real excuse. Yeah. yeah. She's just I mean, like, don't think, because it's but it is. The... Don't for a second think that like you're doing this out of the benevolence of your own heart. But... No. 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 But I mean, I guess they're on the same side as far as Sidorova, man. Sidorova also, also doesn't, 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 she does not want her own, her own, she doesn't want Russians killed either. She's yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she, like, as she says when she's later talking to Minikov, like, I really like the people here. I like this country. But they're not brave. But they're not, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> I mean, she, man, talk about a good civil servant for her country. Like, remember when she was kidnapped by terrorists? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, and that one scene right, where she was like, just, she like, went to the bathroom. Breath. She's like, deep breath. All right. All right I let's am do it. back to work now. Like, my hair is in a, in a bear claw. And yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah, we're good. Uh, no, but we talked about her a lot last season where... Yeah. Is she the best we... The best Norway could ask for, basically. As as like, trying. if she goes back to Russia, they're going to send someone who's so much worse, and they're just going to completely true. level the country. And like, I, well, yeah, that, that would be, like, phase two for the Russians, I guess. Yeah. If, if you know... If this diplomatic envoy doesn't work, you know, we're going to have to lay the hammer down. But she's also trying to, the thing is, she's very good at her job, so she's doing it in a very nuanced way. She is exerting Russian power without having to use the hammer that, you know, someone else might use. So ultimately, you might think, oh, she's good because the next guy comes in with guns. But she's still winning with she's still using winning. less. Exactly. So yeah. you might get your... and the guy who comes in with guns <clears throat> might draw a stronger reaction. React from, exactly. Yeah. If someone incompetent comes in and do it, people. yeah. So this from might be countries. the the better way to do it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's beyond our understanding at the moment. So, um, the de- uh, we go back to the Department of Justice where Hilda is approached to work on a Russian legal defense fund, um, but says that she has that there are other options. So she turns that down and oh, goes there's home. There's so many pe- uh, times that someone says, there are other options. Are other yeah. options. <laughs> well, those other options are less reasonable. <laughs> so. She, so. She goes. But, uh, but she said it's, it's, it could be viewed, viewed as positive discrimination. Positive discrimination. Yes. Yeah. John. John. Well, well, I mean, that's, that's what, uh, I mean, positive discrimination is what, like, British people call affirmative action. Yes. But, I mean, that's, you, 
I mean, mm-hmm. oftentimes you don't think of that positive discrimination. Actual... Like the point is, it like it can be positive. You can you, you can be useful. But she's yes. saying that yes. as it's a negative thing. We don't want yeah. that. We don't want to treat anyone differently than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Seemingly, yes, is her. Oh, because her... discriminate. Oh, discrimin- She's making the argument that yes, because discrimination, discrimination is bad. Is bad. Yes. I'm doing a bad thing to a person, but positive discrimination is I am unnecessarily benefiting a certain yeah is is like because i mean it was the idea was you'd create i think the idea was you'd create a big fund of money just to help just to help them and look i mean norway does have pretty good uh Mm -hmm. like funding for legal services for the poor but presumably not like as good as the one they were going to create for the russians it was going to be free it was going to be completely free legal help for all russians and and you can imagine also like i would like free legal anything right yeah and singling it out based on uh like nationality is also odd. Um, yes, presumably. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, there, there, there. It is only there is only one other country occupying Norway. That is true. <laughs> true. But from her, that's life, just a coincidence. That's just coincidence. Yeah. This is her again being like totally anti-pragmatic and totally yeah. like we must be so idealistic. Although it also it all is also kind of contrary to what she was arguing before. I, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we see is PST, where we see a bunch of the agents there are playing the video game again. A casual Friday. Okay, well, yes. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's yeah. I was like, oh, like, oh I guess they're gonna. But I mean, after a second, I was like, oh, they, well, that was confusing because it looked like they were like just kind of hanging out. Just wouldn't like, it be funny like if that's Friday. what it was? Like it was a lunch break. Yeah. Well, like... But but they were like uh, ostensibly doing research and like trying yep. just like monitoring because they're obviously things. onto it because when they arrested Vold they came they, in and, and they're like all right oh you're playing PS4 <laughs> yeah. yeah that seems a little odd yeah. for a counter or an yeah, yeah. insurgency uh, yeah. leader so um, the uh, we go to the Coast Guard protest so they actually block the port of Oslo and is that a, that doesn't seem like a thing. So the blockade or yeah, the port? The, the blockade. Like, well, like like the Coast Guard. Well, are they they're protesting the fact that one of their own is, the, is, is yeah, not and their government's not acting to get yeah. back. So there I mean like legit feasible if it's feasible, it's at there is a point where uh, the Oslo Fjord is is tight and they, yeah. and they they actually could blockade cuz that's where they blew up that Nazi boat. Sure. But a, wouldn't that be some like there's got there's got to be some level like shade of mutiny kind I, of yeah that's mutiny but, yeah, like, oh yeah I think that's like literally we have a word for that yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know open rebellion I mean, oh yeah look I, you argue that what is going on mm-hmm. is a betrayal of the of Norwegian coast guard the Norwegian people is itself treason and so if you are exactly. treasonous against traitors are you are you in fact being treasonous exactly like, yeah I, I mean that's that's the argument God right damn it John I like that. but also if the is the is the the Blocking the uh, the port like meant to be symbolic of anything, or is it just? I think it's to force action. Yeah, it's supposed to it's to force action and and dictate the narrative, saying, "Hey, we're not going to just sit by and and watch our government." First off, the other thing is if you don't if you don't recognize this government anymore, because I'm sure there's people in in the in the military or in the Coast Guard that are thinking, "Okay, the Russians essentially picked this government because they first were the ones who came in and said Anders is going to be." the prime minister and now anita has become it and they've tacitly go okay yeah we're okay with anita being the prime minister so if you're a coast guard being like screw this this is not an actual gov- this is a puppet government yeah. i respect it's the government exactly Quisling. 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 yeah Quisling. and then where as opposed to this yesper guy who's running exile i respect those guys and so i'm you're right it's John already put this much more succinctly in in a smarter way than i did so we'll continue <laughs> <laughs> that's what you brought john on yes um so they're blocking the port, and uh, the 
news interviews Rydar in front of a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in this bright foul weather gear yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah. Like, no more fancy uniform. Yes. Nope. Uh, nope. God, they do have good weather gear, though. Um, and Jesper's also watching Not that good interview. Green screens, so Ryder says, they're like, will you I'll order your men to stand out? He's like, I'll order them to think about it. Yeah. yeah. They're being mistreated. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. That's tacitly improving of them. Yeah. Doing yeah. Yes. Well, he says, because if he ordered them to stand down and they didn't, then hmm. that would be a bigger crisis than, <laughs> yeah. than okay. him just being like, ordering them to think twice. Just think yeah. about it. Just, you know. Just, but at the end of the day, he doesn't want to order them to no, stand out. No, I mean, like, yeah, how about it? I mean, he could have ordered them to do it in the first place. We don't yeah. know. So Jesper gets the uh, uh, is talking to his defense minister aide, who says, "It's great that we're getting the Coast Guard, but the rest of the military looks at them as Boy Scouts playing with like yeah. rubber boats or something, <laughs> toy boats, and uh, we need to get more a serious military guys." Which Jesper then goes to his uh, next meeting, video game uh, meeting, and says, tells that uh, his contact that. Uh, we need to do an operation, make it look like Special Forces was rebelling, and they have to attack a target in Oslo. This is the meeting that is overheard by one of the PSD officers. Right. And <laughs> so he's just, you know, crouching, yeah. listening, listening in, and the um, and the, the PST guy, uh, they inform it, the UVIC is informed, they're all watching this. Um, they have enough of it on recorded. A live stream. On a live stream, Twitch. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> PS, uh, they say... Uh, <laughs> is that when he says give them a message he's like I have a message from our leaders yeah. and, like, and they immediately kill him <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. and... but I have a question about okay yes. video games Yes. yes. what are the tools. odds that if this is all just one big open world and there are two guys talking to, to each other and a third guy gets close enough to hear what they're talking about mm -hmm. what are the odds that that third guy stumbled on that conversation I don't think it's insane yeah. and so they, yes. they say that they, the same server. It's the same, it's the same server. server. Yeah. So they figured out from Vold yeah. what server he was on, and mm -hmm. they went into the same server. So like there that would be narrows it down. Massive Does numbers it? of servers around the world. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah so this uh, is, and then a server might be playing a specific level or a specific. Mm -hmm. like, and I'm, map. you can probably go on like time, like look at Vold's history. Okay, we're gonna look at the time of day. We're gonna look at places that he games that he's played. There's probably I'm sure some there's kind a of lot of metadata. Well, exactly that you can it. narrow it down and be like, okay, like six. Guys just, just wandering right whenever and... they can, listening for Norwegian. Mm. It's not like also, efficient. But, but that's that's the thing. They're yeah, they're listening for Norwegians. So are they? Are they just like nobody in Norway plays this game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're waiting to hear. They're also just except for when these it seems two like people. everyone in Norway, in fact, plays this game. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> every leader of Norway. That, I wonder what the legality of that of just like passively going into games and just like eavesdropping on conversations would be that'd be okay Thanks, it's, it's, a, it's a public it's like, forum sure. yeah. and, and i'm sure that you have to just like click a like i agree to all terms and conditions when i agree you... to psc listening to my conversation yeah yeah um and again this has also been this is a month later you know they've who knows how long they've actually been tracking they might have known that vold was using this video game system even earlier because they knew where mm. he was it's not insane to think they might have known that so i give them a pass mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, we next see uh, the, uh, the PST calls to set up some checkpoints, and they um, bust those special, quote, quote special forces guys, mm. um, and uh, who none of them, or the, well, only one of them ever actually served and wasn't special forces, so they're not real military guys just dressed up to make it look like it. Um, which I don't know what, they, what the plan was. It's like so well they say the, they, the GPS set was, was set for Benton's Hotel, so they're obviously going to go and like shoot it up, I guess. 
right? Like, yeah, there's also, there's a blow, oh, there's a bomb in it. Okay, the blow it up. But also, and then Penta. Oh, yeah, Penta. 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 Well, Penta. we don't really like her, but yeah. she is. But she's bad. She's bad. Penta she's bad. Character is complicated. She is a complicated She's complicated. And we she like has a complicated, complicated life. But she is. She sold the restaurant and bought part of her She did. You want to talk about it? Let's do it. So, Penta. So, Penta's back. Penta's back. Um, so we see here first that Thomas's parents are visiting. <laughs> she, um, and she has, we know she has sold the restaurant. They first serve coffee, coffee, mm -hmm. coffee. Yeah. which we, there was also happening earlier. The PST guys, when they were, we were playing the games, are like, coffee is important. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Benta uh, tells, uh, Thomas's parents that she now joint owns a hotel, um, that caters to Russians in Oslo. And we will meet, yeah, meet mm -hmm. her co-owner Zoya, um, and who who wants uh, who wants to expand and to you know when they first meet at the hotel, she says, oh, we we're looking at a spot in Bergen. Things are going so well. Let's there will always be plenty of wealthy Russians, Russians coming. More and more and more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, that makes sense. There was a nice place, and if you're it a is. rich Russian, um, and she speaks fluent Russian now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not. I do all the Russians. Yeah. They are coming in, and that's another thing I feel has been hinted at. Like we remember last season, you fixed neighbors that moved in were new Russians, and there's oh, yeah. this oh, this flood of kind of it's this slow creep of it's not just like a military occupation. It's yeah. it's their cultural coming, culture. They're coming into oh, taking over businesses and starting up these industries. Social, which again, like I don't know how the Norwegian people would feel about this because we never really learned how popular. The Jesper's decision to stop oil production was so presumably yeah. companies like you know like Statoil and, all, mm. and and a lot of the workforce probably lost their jobs. So if the Russians come in, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna help you start the oil thing back up, so we can hire all of you back." They might be like, "Oh, well, I, get a, I get a job back." Yeah. So that's. I mean, it's. it's wasn't, it, wasn't it like they were all going to be shifted over to the thorium? Like they're gonna yeah, be. And, and like, he, I don't know the reality was, of all that. When he Not ran replaced, for when he ran replaced. for office, that's he, what he said. And he won. And he won. And he won. won. So, so it's like fifty plus percent. Was yeah, okay, with? that's a fair point. Right. And we see that uh, Nikolai and Benta are still together, which is interesting because at the Russian Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> we see that he was. Um, they were not together at the end because she helped not. murder that yep. guy. And, his he, boss. and she he kept it quiet. So yeah. they are obviously okay. So they have she, secrets they from have each other. They have gotten. They, re they re reconnoitered. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot of murdering on both sides. There's a lot of murder. And they, so um... much murder. Oh, Benta. They and Benta. So Benta, they make Benta. a joke about doing Christmas in Russia. Oh, when they start, so they start drinking that gift wine that just showed up in their oh, city yeah. sog. And Minikov shows up. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to work. I have to work. And then cut to. Cut to. Yeah, that, like that cut. And she's yeah. like, "What? This is sad song. Like this is sad song. There she. If like the only thing that was missing was an was a lampshade on her head. Yeah. Like, Basically. <laughs> the, the communist party. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, Nikolai wants Benza to come for Christmas. It's like that. They're she's like, like that, that sounds, sounds terrible. terrible. <laughs> To do. Have you seen Russia? I love how you said. Have you seen Russia in winter? Oh, and then like, like uh, actually, no, never mind. That's probably about it. How do you guys feel about Benta? Uh she's like she's she's complicated. I, I think she she's got many layers. She's like an onion. So yeah. she makes and later on then, when she talks to her Thomas's parents about going into business with Zoya. You know, they're not happy because Benta is like understandably. Yeah. Benta, yeah. Benta makes the argument she's like not which. Makes sense. She says, not all Russians are murderers. Mm -hmm. I need to keep, 
put food on the table for my family. Yeah. I need to do this. I'm like this. I just have to do this. Yeah. Which, Which again, not unreasonable. But no, 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 no. I think, yeah. I think if that were true, but I think that is a level of cognitive dissonance that she has decided made a decision. Yeah. First off, she has just decided like not to think about the fact that they probably killed Thomas. Like she just yep. is not thinking about that yep. and goes on. And the other thing is she's not just surviving. She is financially thriving. Yeah. She bought a new yeah. house. Very, very she well, bought a well. car. She is she is making a ton of money on this. And if she didn't work for the Russians and boycotted it, I don't think she would have, she'd be starving on I the mean, street. I mean, her restaurant was having trouble, but she could have but like it was, a but it was regular known, restaurant. Yeah. I mean, there but are it, restaurants that survive in Norway, It was right? known like, as a, as a resist, like a yeah. pro-resistance mm-hmm. restaurant. No, I mean, like way before that. Like way, original, way back. Way, back, way, in way the first, in the beginning. Yeah, in the very oh, first. Restaurant was having pilot, a little bit of trouble. They were having And trouble. that's when she went pro-Russian with the restaurant. Yeah. But like, but like, you didn't need to lean all the way. You can have a Norwegian restaurant. Yes, yes. But her point about like, not all Russians are murderers. And, and I can't really Yes, but an entire country. But, 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 again. But the ones who did murder <laughs> are, are in, in your, your room. You are yes. You're again, with them. Like I'm not a huge fan of hers, but she's making arguments that are, mm. that are, I think she, yes. I am trying to take care of myself and my family. It's not, if oh, I'm that, doing this because I'm evil. Right. If oh, yeah. that were true, right, but yeah, if that were true, but I just think she is made, she, for that, for her to say that means she has to ignore a lot of things. Like, oh, not all Russians are, are murderers. No one has said that. We're saying, but the ones who are literally in your room are security, intelligence, government. Like, I mean, it kind of reminds. It's kind of kind of parallel to uh, Sidorova, who's just like, I yes. need to just do what, like, re- rather than yes. a family, her yeah. uh, you know a lo- allegiance is mm. to the country, and yeah. like, she's like, I am doing whatever I need to do, to make sure Russia is you know yeah. Russia first. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll see. I, I I don't know where the season is going, so we'll 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 see where it goes with Benza because later on we we see how she's approached by Free Norway. But let's uh, first mm. get back. We see Hilda. Um, Hilda. Uh, Yuvik comes back uh, and is offered tea, not coffee. We don't count that. <laughs> so, coffee count. Hilda is not is working on uh, the new proposal for the legal structure. And we know that she's a lawyer because she has a big book and has Very lots of document book. flags in it. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of page notation. A lot of, a lot of little, you know, so that checks out, John? Uh, that, that checks out. That check, I mean, we don't really use books anymore, but yeah. <laughs> But she's she's working in some old laws, I guess. Okay, so let's talk well, about... Well, those are all our laws. That big red book is called Laws of Norway, and it just has all of them. Oh, great. That's yeah. exactly... Okay, oh, is, it, is it always red? Yes. Really? It's, it's like red solo cups in America? Yeah, kind of. Okay. It does is, it, does it, everyone get this red book when they're, like, as a citizen? The big red book? Like, not the little <laughs> the red book? <laughs> the big red book. The big red book. Very big. Very... Yeah, different. So her proposal... Ugh, let's talk this about, guys. All right, so all cases involving Russian citizens will have a... I'm just gonna hand it over to John. Well, and, and I mean, and, I mean, we can talk about this together, but because uh, <laughs> we both don't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from our research, and and I mean, basically, Wikipedia. Guro and John looked yeah, at Wikipedia. We looked at Wikipedia. I tried calling some people in Norway, and they didn't really know either. But it it seems, like, and there was actually there was a lot of news coverage in the foreign press about the Norway, like how this kind of worked back during the Brevik trial, uh, and so because oh, cool. people were confused about that from abroad, who were paying attention to it. But it seems. That the, at the district court level, which is the generally the lowest level that anything's going to be happening in Norway, uh, there are typically, at least for criminal cases, three judge panels: uh, one professional judge and two lay judges. And the, the, the like, who the lay judges are is something that we've tried to figure out. And it seems that it's a it, they're chosen by the local authority. Uh, they you you can you apply for it and you get chosen. You have to be 
Uh, well, I'll let you do the requirements since you looked it up. But... Oh, yeah. And so you have to be over 21 and under 70. You have to speak and understand Norwegian. Um, you don't necessarily have to be a Norwegian citizen. If you've lived there and been registered as living in that municipality hmm. for three years, you're good. So yeah. it's kind yeah. of like it's it's meant to get it like it's like the jury. jury. It's, it's like it's the jury, to... but a little bit more because you have to apply to become one. Yeah. So Are you it's, paid? It's, no, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. But but um, I think. But the, it's a civic kind it, of volunteer. The idea is, and it's been Norway has had this for over a century, mm-hmm. and the idea is that it it gets at the same thing that in the Anglo-American system you have like a lay a, jury, a jury of, of your peers, eight yeah. or twelve people. Sure. This is meant to have a significant voice in the process. Be normal quote-unquote normal normal people, people, people who can from emphasize the system. okay yeah um, and so the proposal in this is to make sure that one of the uh the lay judge one of the two lay judges will be a russian mm-hmm. uh, okay and then we'll be able to argue for the russian interests and presumably have the, that empathy and understanding that will help yeah it's a, i mean it, it's yeah. a bit odd because they, she says it will weaken the political influence in the system. According yeah. to him, I mean, you can kind of you kind of can understand in theory, mm-hmm. like if you want to judge people by their peers, then mm-hmm. you know the peer, peer here would be would be a Russian. So that makes some sense. Although mm-hmm. we're gonna get into uh, we can do it now or talk later about do the, it. Well, so they have the when they they eventually kind of agree and yes. agree to this or like suggest yeah, they that they will adopt the system but yes the but whereas it was suggested as a way of weakening political influence it then immediately the discussion becomes... <laughs> we have is you will control one judge and we will control one judge and by <laughs> that will control the outcome and that <laughs> is like, like, <laughs> super duper not how this is supposed to work right but <laughs> hilda so but yeah i think it's that's turning hilda's like super idealistic ideal mm-hmm. system that preserves justice into well, Hilda's super na- of justice. Hilda is really naive. I mean, in her so her commitment to justice here, it's great that she's super big into equity. But you know, a Russian, yeah, introducing a Russian judge isn't going to lessen the political influence. The judges is, is it's just going to shift it from being anti-Russian to pro-Russian. Well, and and like some sort of generically anti-Russian that yeah. some random yeah. Norwegian citizen might theoretically have to like a Russian agent. Yes, exactly. Uh, which is, but but actually, even more concerning than that, uh-huh. I think, or as concerning, is the is the suggestion that, that like she says, will control the other yeah, judge. Yeah, Anita at the end. Yeah, so, yeah, so Hilda, Anita's which is completely, not, that's yeah. not supposed to happen. Yeah, so let, like, let, the government's <laughs> not supposed to influence the, the any of the judges involved. Let they me, have protections yeah. in the Norwegian constitution. They're not supposed to be kind of influenced. Let, let me and so quickly, yeah. So Hilda makes the proposal. It is presented to Sidorova with uh, with Yupvik and um, Anita in. in attendance and they kind of propose it like hey if we implement this system then you can give the uh, the norwegian um coast guard guys back and then we can have a trial for them because sidorov is concerned that if they give the coast guard guys back it's going to be a parade for them yeah and so this is seen as a way exactly so Mm -hmm. this is we'll see as a way to protect as kind of an offering to try to get them back which ultimately they it looks like they take because we see the um we see the coast guard uh guys return but not before sidorova Lands a pretty nice jab at Hilda. He's like, "Say hello to your husband." Yes, for me. Yeah, like, that was so cool. Yeah, uh, I. So you need to bring yeah. a little bit more to the table. And then on the way out, um, uh, Anita. That's outside the Justice Department. Um, uh, and we see Anita and uh, Sidorova kind of make that negotiation. Yeah, because well, it goes from Sidorova saying, "Okay, so we'll have one judge out of three. Yeah, that doesn't matter." And storms out, and then she's like, "Okay." 
Send back the Coast. Anita says, send back the Coast Guard guys, and you'll have one judge. We'll have one judge. We'll control the outcome. It'll be fine. Yeah, this, okay. yeah. this is not okay, guys. That's no. not cool. That is giving everything yes. that the Russians want to Okay, the minus one to Anita. Team Jesper, all the way. <laughs> we should get shirts made. Team Jesper. I'm going to yeah. wait till the season ends so uh, before I pick point. the wrong That's, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, any other thoughts on the legal system stuff? We all good? I feel we've covered this. It's silly. Um, uh, Benta ha- meets uh, uh, Aneta, Anita, Aneta, Aneta, Clevin, uh, who uh, um, who's like, was like, I am a wine distributor, and I think <laughs> you, uh, we Walls. have a mutual friend. We know, uh, I, I love that. We know, you know, uh, Sigmund, <laughs> and Anita, and Benta goes, Oh, you, is your son on the soccer team? Because no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every oh, everything is said by that comment, like. No. Okay. <laughs> mm. So uh, it's clear there and that Sigmund is the. And is it? Sigmund was the is the soccer. So he was the soccer um, a coach of Benza's stepson's team, who approached her because he actually was working for Free Norway, and he was the one that came said we need your restaurant as an observation post for when we perform the assassination of this Russian this Russian general. And so um, uh, that's obviously yeah. that uh, Benta remembers that. That's, yeah. a, that's a slight recollection. Yes. It. And so Benta immediately is like, no, I am not going to be involved with this. Because Anenta says, Minikov is here. We, he is obviously a big target. He uh, and his mustache are very he has imposing. Mustache. <laughs> yeah. And Where's all we want you to just scan his phone with this <laughs> wonderful device. Yeah, just... You know, this casually spy on Put it on top and yes, yeah. activate it. And Boom. So Benta yeah, is like, no, I don't want to do that. But Aneta tells uh, that Minikov is just a heads up, is probably the one that ordered the hit on Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yikes. If that is true, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it's true. It would be a really good way, a lie to make up to manipulate yes. someone to do something. Mm-hmm. So we don't, Fair. there's no reason we have to believe that Aneta is telling the truth. But if it's telling the truth, yeah, I, I just hope that it's something that Benza starts to like really think about and, co- and, well, that's and yeah. fester, right? address yeah. like, yeah. like they killed my husband. And but, he, this guy, I've been partying with the guy that killed my husband. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but her and Thomas were having problems. That, that, that doesn't mean, <laughs> that doesn't mean, they murdered him. I know, I know. I'm not <laughs> a fan of hers, but, but I'm but I'm trying to explain why she, she might not be. She might not be that motivated because she was Man. gonna like. It's not the fault of her daughter, Oh, yeah, it is. From season one, too, I still think they would have made it through because, again, Thomas and Menta are the relationship I most believed. Because yes. I was like, yes. I want a hundred. I know you guys met in college. I know you met <laughs> out partying, drinking. Mm-hmm. I know you guys had, like, you were the couple that, like, probably broke up a couple times and got back together. And you mm-hmm. always knew, like, they just, just they need to be together because it's just all drama and it's beautiful. And they j- just work it out, guys. Yep. As opposed to you, you Vic and Hilda, who like met on OKCupid and had like a, a handshake. I was like, I think this works. I think this will work out. Yes. <laughs> we are both mildly yes. attractive. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are beautiful. Sh- uh, this, you beautiful, go. and we shall have a child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly one. But he gets mm-hmm. her exactly flowers. But, but you, Vic, does get Hilda flowers, and I do like that, that little cute. A... That's a cutesy moment that we I have. We don't really see a because, lot. Because, of... be, and especially because she's like, oh, hey, d- are you, he's 
like comes in just kind of cold and then he's pretending he doesn't know which yeah that it, that yeah and he's pretending and he's pretend being he's playful like, he's I, just, the... I know you guys he's, yeah what the hell is she doing some pond thing yeah. that we've never seen i don't before, know it's, it's norwegian it's yeah. Yeah. no i don't i've never seen that before <laughs> well well no well to be fair no one has seen it before because True. yes it's made, made up all of it sure but uh <laughs> i did i did i really like that play i like the little because you think we, he's a very stoic. Yeah, uh, was very non you pick. Yeah, yeah, he's a very nice. stoic mm. character, very introverted, and so uh, a kind of businessman. So when you see him do like little cute stuff, like yeah. either with his kid or with uh, the flowers, you're like, you're a nice guy. Yeah, and like I like him from I like I like his journey from yes. last season to this season. Yeah, even though he is like in in a worse position i think yeah. he doesn't have as much agency for his own yeah, interests yeah, yeah. like he's he's you know, under control yeah. by that's interesting being controlled by things, who but. is who exerts the most agency and control is got to be like is obviously like sidorova i think sidorova yeah, yeah. is the one that i think is understands when other people are like when you think it's like i am here to stop terrorism and, and sidorova's like yeah me too i'm totally i'm totally, <laughs> I'm yep, totally, totally on your side, side. Yep. i'm totally on your side yeah wink I'm here to stop terrorism. So, too. like, I think like Jesper has the grit. Like Jesper and Sidoroa are the ones I feel have the most like awareness of the situation and how yeah. everybody's being played. Yeah, I mean, I want I want to what extent Yupik knows, like knows he's being played, but is but like, but is with the but is agrees with basically like I just if we can just get through. But I mean, I I, I think I think Sidoroa is the only one that has a full picture of what's yeah. going on because yeah. she's she yes. said op- yeah, she said openly to uh, uh Mushab yeah um she's like oh, Anita is gonna be great for us like she can be manipulated basically mm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah we can she doesn't a lot of people don't like her maybe sure. maybe we can build her up and then yeah like well let's talk about it so that was at the Frogner Park we see Minikov and Sidorova walking around all those sketches of naked people and Kick the they talk about tactics basically about yeah. how we can manipulate Anita and keep her if we support her then maybe we, we can actually use her and they lay flowers down at the site of the bombing and we see a lot of Russian flags so I guess a lot of the victims were were Russian so yeah. they were yeah. and I'm I, I bet that's why that whole that interest in the Russian defense fund mm-hmm. or Russian defense league whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like well they're getting murdered and there's mm-hmm. no recourse yeah I guess Norwegian citizens I guess like Norwegian if courts. you're a Russian and you're telling yourself the present Norwegian government which is duly elected is letting us be here and we are here just tra- starting to restart their oil industry and help out with that and we're bringing economic investment into this area and we're getting killed by terrorists and their government is choosing not to to investigate or help us like how are yeah. we being legally i guess that's if you were a russian how you would argue it i could see it from that side but yeah it's Again. not that's not unreasonable okay um so you Vic, uh shows anita the recording from the video game that they think is the voice of jesper and because yeah. it's been modulated so yes, hard it's hard and she says she remembers him playing this video game yeah. No, she says she remembers playing, 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 playing a video game, but she can't remember what. Yes, yeah, correct. Um, and so they're 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 zeroing in on Jesper um, at Benz's house. Uh, we see the argument between uh, Thomas's parents, parents throwing and that's shade. where she first mentions that, like, yeah, I'm just trying to keep the kids alive. The kids yeah. dead. By the way, but, yeah, where the um, did it? Wasn't there a where's the stepson? Yeah, I don't know. Where did he go? Oh, yeah. Did he join? I think he might have jo- went to join Freenor. How old was he in season one? He had the crush like, on that girl, and there was a fight. What, like 13, 14? No, maybe even, yeah, I would say like, yeah, 12. Oh, like 12 okay. or 13. 12 or 13, yeah. 
I think he went. I think he went to go because he was. He was like he wanted to join Free Norway at the end of season one. Oh yeah, because he went in with that freaking uh, that building with all the trash can fires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Bento was like, "Don't, don't do it. What do you do? You're my son. I can't." So I think. I feel like that would have been addressed. He was upstairs playing. Well, maybe, maybe (laughs) (laughs) he was just off camera the entire time. Slightly. His scenes got deleted. Yeah. Um, Hilda. But it is interesting the way Thomas's parents speak about um, Bentha and Mm -hmm. Bentha's business transactions with the Russians. Mm. They just they they're like, you're you're in cahoots with a Russian. Yeah. And they say it with the sound of like. We hate everyone in oh, this yeah. category yeah. of humans. They did kill well, with good reason. Yeah, they, they killed did kill their son. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, uh, we talked about already talked about the Hilda and Yufik scene with the flowers, but um, that is to say, the uh, Russians have accepted this this new system that's going to be legally uh, mm. put into place, and so yeah, this helped yeah. avert a crisis and brought the Coast Guard guys home. Um, at the government offices, Anita tells Ista that she is going to be appointing uh, Rydar as <laughs> the defense. Yikes. And it, it was great. He had the, that actor who, uh, yeah, Ista, Ista, like, uh, he, like, he, 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 was yeah. like he was like, oh, I guess you're going to be needing someone a new who's respected secure. the government. Yeah. And, like, the way his head was, like, just jostling a little bit, it was like, oh, you think you're. Like you're obviously not gonna get it. Yes, yeah. like, <laughs> from the very he's like, oh, I'm so confident. So uh, Anita explains that right. Are you gonna hear my head swiveling <laughs> ever so slightly? She explains that Ryder has the support of the military and can keep the military loyal to the government. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eastad in the past has bucked against the government, you know, under Anders, like called him out, and so that's why she just doesn't trust him after watching him from that experience. So. Also, she says that Anita Raider owes Anita um, for getting his men back. So that I mean, like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's yeah. a, that's she, a pretty strong she political found play. Someone that she can control because she because he yeah. owes her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She and, knows she can't trust Eastad. So yeah, because and, and that guy's uh, radar has already been like, wasn't he already demoted? Did he say he was demoted or fired or something? Resigned? Yeah, he was, he asked, was asked to resign. To resign. For that. Yeah. So I think, and that this is a way for her. Yeah, because he he will be in her debt. And he also has respect for with the military. So this will again, she's consolidating, keeping the government from fracturing, which it was starting to do under Anders. But is doing this, um, passing by Eastad for the promotion, is that a good idea? I, I think so. I, I think so. It's, it, or is she pissing him off more and well, separating that, him from? And now he's just gonna be like, okay, well, I still run the military, so peace out. I don't she, think it's it. It's because later on, Jesper's like, oh, great. They, they screwed him over. So yeah. let's yeah. go pick let's him up. Him but she already, so what? She, she the, her alternative was keep him in the position, give him a promotion, even though she like witnessed him openly rebelling against the prime minister, which I don't know. Like, if she's like, I've, I've watched, watched you actively work against the, the prime minister now, why should I trust you anymore? You should probably put someone that you can control. Even if it means cutting off someone, you, you're gonna lose. But it's just gonna frack. But if he would have, if he now the yeah. there's a possibility of the military fracturing within itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas with East, if with East down in control, at least the entire military would have been. I consolidated. think the implication might be that Rydar has more respect than Eastad because Rydar was was yeah. basically he, was basically arguing for the. The um the protest that yeah. went on so yeah he was and, and Ista was kind of a jerk yeah in those and meetings and yeah. Ista stood up like he stood up and he spoke against Nita but 
in close rooms. In close, like, yeah. The public didn't see that. The public yeah, didn't that's support that's, but her the entire time. But it doesn't time. really matter, though. In terms of, like, the inner workings of the government, it doesn't matter if the public sees you being an ass. Like, if the prime minister yeah. sees you talking over, talking hmm. over them, she's right. like, well, you're out of here. All right. Okay, cool. Um, any other thoughts? Uh, no. Yes? No. So uh, we see now uh, Ignis's brother, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny for Flabby Norway. Um, That's quite the philosophical band. Uh, let's does, talk about it. So, yeah. That is a, it was so a beautiful So he speech. visits, I'll talk about the images we see first, then we can talk about what he says in the recording. So he visits his brother's grave, and um, he makes. Uh, we see him starting to making a, a, a recording. Over this montage, we see the Coast Guard guys have been returned. We also see clips of Johnny and, and uh, Gaiar. 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 Um, uh, with each other. Um, and he makes the comments, he talks about personality archetypes. Yeah, and Carl mo- Young. Carl Young, yeah. And the, the most important one is the hero. And he goes on a long lashing thing about, fuck the hero, fuck the Russians, fuck the prime, fuck Luke Skywalker. Fuck Luke Skywalker. <laughs> 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 I knew you like, fuck oh, Luke one. Skywalker. <laughs> well, I was watching that with my girlfriend, and she was just like perked up. I was like, wait, what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, so, she, but so I was trying to track it. So he's like, he's like, like again, fuck everybody. He really means fuck everybody. The yeah. Russians, yeah. the prime minister, the EU, the EU. His own bro- fuck my own brother for doing all this. He's yeah, I, he's lashing out because they're just like. I liked his comment where he says when heroes find weapons, they become desperate to find someone to protect. Yeah, they're like yeah. just trying to find a purpose to be like. Oh, I need to go. I'm a hero. I need to go out and be exactly. it. Exactly. So, yeah. You're so, a hammer. Everything you see is a nail. Yeah, exactly. So what we need to if you know again fuck the hero archetype, and I'll just you know, live an, a normal life, but instead mm-hmm. they're going out for these causes which got his brother killed. And he explicitly mentions that Jesper gave him the order, yep. which Yupvik shows to Anita, uh, shows Anita the video clip and confirm. So he says, this confirmation that Jesper order, gave the order and we think it's enough to arrest. Yeah, which issue the arrest order. Issue the arrest order. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Any, th- any more thoughts on Johnny's uh, video? And It was great. I really liked that that it was a very it was a very cinematic mm-hmm. moment of like mm-hmm. yeah it was a montage yeah. but him like playing over that his whole yeah you yeah. think we're gonna see more of Johnny or is that he served his purpose I think we're I think we are okay I think I I think something bad's gonna happen and he's gonna be the he's instigation involved. he's gonna right he's gonna retaliate against his own government sure all right and then we get to our final scene so Jesper is in Sweden and uh, he's talking to his defense minister and as he's talking to them <laughs> he notices. In the background, the, the security. securities just slowly walk away. Yep. And all I could think is of him being like, oh my god, not again. Because yeah. <laughs> in the last time when he was in the hospital, when he's in the hospital and all the guards just leave, and that made him running around in his but tidy way. He's, he's then, running. But then when, when the uh, the security forces come into, mm-hmm. come in, yeah. he's like, where's Jesper? Where's 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 oh, he's over there. He's over there. Right. And then they're like, wait, what? What? Did we, did what did he ask? <laughs> So yeah. these guys, so that was the the security leaving were the um, the Swedish protected services, and because um, uh, Yufik has stated that they've already coordinated this with the Swedes, so they're gonna they're gonna pull out, and then so I assume that was Norwegian guys coming to arrest yeah. him, and but yeah, I love it. Yeah, so Jesper's like Spidey sense is just yeah, like, 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 uh, like this is not I, fucking happening again to me, and so he just starts running. He runs, and then uh, as I say, uh, Jesper goes for a swim. Yeah. And he goes for a swim. Jesper gets in uh, what. Water is that? Uh, Lake Sweden. Lake Sweden. Oh yeah, yeah, Lake Sweden. 
Um, and jumps in Lake Sweden. Sure. And, uh, and sw- swims, swims back to Oslo. Nice. Swims back to Oslo. <laughs> I like that, that, like, him just, like, kind of, like, barely, slightly swimming away was the it's last shot suit. of the episode. Can we say, I would love the next episode to start. So it's, again, so, October. Yeah, October. Him swimming to shore. Crawling up, crawling up at, at, at the, like, the opera house in Oslo, like, <laughs> Jesus. Good thing I've been training. <laughs> yes, there he has. He's good. He's a fit guy. He's a fit guy. All right. Uh, final thoughts in the episode. Oh man, Giant's gonna do something. Who are we rooting for in the show? I don't know. I want to root, root for Anita. Rudy, I Rudy. want no! to. You want to root for Anita? I do. Yeah. yeah. Anita, I think is a yeah. It's a complicated because like Benta, I'm like yeah, I think in, Benta. Yeah. Benta has a has a real potential for redemption though. I think depending on how she handles this. She's situation. set up not. Not very well in the yeah. beginning. So, yeah, she could have yeah. a, have a Anita, nice... Anita, I find Anita super interesting, and I want to see more about her going back with Jesper in this kind of, again, the, the debate of how... Like, it all depends. We have these characters who have these commitments and these ideals, and then, like we said last episode, some some event, event. gets thrown at them. That and then, coming. depending on how the event happens, like, we react differently to see how it bounces off of each of them, because if it's a very intense one, and they stick with their ideals, and we're like, maybe you should have been there... Or maybe they shouldn't have on something, you know, when it, uh, on something else. So um, I'm really excited to see where that goes. But uh, you know, for yeah. now, I'm still I'm still leaning on Team Jesper. But I'm, I'm, Some, I'm open. Yeah. Someone's gonna someone's gonna get it. I want to see what happens to Minikov too. I don't know what his deal is, but I imagine things mm. are gonna happen. Someone with that thick mustache is that's gonna play. <laughs> he's gonna make moves. I think Hilda's going down. Yeah, really? I think so. We'll see what happens with you. He's too nice. That's she's, interesting. She's, yeah, she's too generous. Idealistic. Yeah, yeah, too idealistic. All right, cool. Any other thoughts, guys, before we close out? No. No? Okay, good. No. Nope. All right, well, if you guys want to email us, again, the uh, the email address is occupiedpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you for October, right? All right, October. season three. All right. Not in no, October, so, but... See, uh, episode three, October. Yes. Bye. 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 Bye.